Hey, everybody. Welcome to the It's A Lot Y'all podcast. I'm Allie D. With me, producer Nicole. And it is a milestone because we have reached episode 10, ladies and gentlemen. I'm giving us a round of applause over here. By the way, if you don't know, you can also catch us on YouTube where you will be able to see us as opposed to just hearing us on the podcast. Nicole is rocking a Saints sweatshirt. Is that a sweatshirt? It's 80 a degrees t-shirt. outside. Oh, it's okay. a t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, by the way, right before we started, she just guzzled some water like oh, she hadn't sure. drank in <laughs> two weeks. You got you know, a little thirsty. All of a sudden, I just got, yeah, I got super thirsty. I need to chug water. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what a wild couple of weeks it's been. I know we've been trying to get on here every week to record, but it's just the end of the season. Things just piled up on our plates. A lot, a lot of games at home. Things did not go the Dallas Mavericks way this year, though. And unfortunately, <sighs> we are out of the playoffs. Such a shock because just six weeks ago, I think we were sitting in the number three spot in the West. And then after the All-Star break, we just couldn't catch a break. We had a lot of close tanked. games. And yeah, we just you know ended up going down the tube. So here we are, end of the season, a little bit early, definitely earlier than we expected. But that means we have a longer summer, I guess. I'm trying yeah. to put an optimistic thing on here. I mean, I'm going to miss everybody. I was really bummed out the last game. And I was like, dang, I'm not going to see everyone until the season starts back up. But it's been a great season. And I'm so thankful to have been a part of it. I mean, especially working with you, Allie. Ah. Hey, congratulations on your first full (gasps) year with the Dallas Mavs. I think everybody loves you. You guys, Nicole really just took on a great leadership role. She jumped in whenever they needed her help. Definitely went above and beyond. So shout out to you for doing a great job and just getting in there. There's a lot of messy stuff that goes on behind the scenes. It's a lot, y'all. And Nicole is there to handle it every step of the way, along with an amazing team. And and like you were saying, it is a family. So it's so strange when it's the end of the season because we're all just like so used to seeing each other almost every other day. We have dinner together. We, I mean, it's just a thing. It's a family. And it's, it's like, can we hang out outside of work? No, we cannot. No, I'm just kidding. I, I texted Melissa after the game and I was like, can we get drinks our dinner in the off season? She was probably like, uh, no, weirdo. We only see each other during the season. We all get away from each other in the off season. But yeah, you um, get a little break. Yeah. Yeah. So we did have, even though it was not looking good those last few games, we pulled it together. We had to just keep going as the entertainment. Yeah. That's our job to keep a lively atmosphere. And also I do want to mention the fans this year were like no other. They were amazing. And guys, I've been there 16 seasons. I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of different fan bases come through that arena. This year in particular, they were extremely rowdy every single game. It had a playoff like atmosphere almost every single time we showed up to that arena. So fans, you are amazing. You did a great job. Killed it this year. I agree. I'm blown away. I mean, I've been in several arenas too, and I just feel like people showed up. I was blown away because every game was packed. Even if it was an early tip, everyone like slowly came in after work. But I agree with you. It was like playoff atmosphere. I still remember like the couple times, especially when Kyrie first joined the Mavs. I remember getting that feeling when he came out and just hearing the crowd roar. And I feel like everyone just lives for those moments. The fans coming together. It kind of gives you those goosebumps, right? Yeah. And it's so true because at the end of the day, that's why we all love 
sports because we are so into all of the moments that are created in the NBA or the NFL or whether it's baseball, whatever it is, fans and everyone that works in the league, it's just something that is a part of us. We just absolutely mm-hmm. live for those moments. We're right there along with the players. They're doing all the hard work, but hey, we're doing hard work too. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, we make those moments happen too, being a part of the entertainment. For instance, the last game, it was our fan appreciation night. And we did giveaway after giveaway, awesome giveaways, autographed photographs, balls, all the things. And you did the hit on Chick-fil-A, free sandwich, and getting the crowd rowdy before the hit. It's like those little things get everybody so excited. You were so cute, by the way. I don't think (laughs) I've ever seen a stage manager get so involved. So what Nicole was just talking about was during the second quarter at some point, I went up to section 103 because everybody Mm -hmm. in that section for Fan Appreciation Night was winning a free chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, which is so awesome. We love having them be a part of the Mavs. They bring like all the cows mascots mm-hmm. so they're all dressed up walking around the arena but nicole takes her job very seriously so normally like the cards just get passed out and then that's that and you know i get cute and here we go but nicole she was getting it's like have y'all ever seen the people during maybe it's like saturday night live <laughs> there are people on the side that are getting the crowd pumped nicole had them clapping a good two minutes before we <laughs> even went live so i feel like they were getting worn out because they were like yeah 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 and there's like another two minutes before the shot even came to us but great job because they were the most excited and happy fans I've ever seen. And that is part of our job is to make those moments for them too. Now they get to go home and tell their friends and family, hey, I was on the big screen. I won a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. It was so cool. I just thought I was there to watch basketball and now I get a free lunch the next day. (laughs) Exactly. Love it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the final timeouts that we did have because we did have some ups and downs. Sometimes things happen. (laughs) This was definitely a downs in my eyes. (laughs) <laughs> you were at this game, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, because even the fans <laughs> mentioned to me what happened there. I was like, Ooh, it wasn't great. Okay, so we had a timeout where we had selected several moms. I think there was four. It was for mom water, which is this really great, fun drink. All the moms are named after like mom names. So it's like Nancy, mm-hmm. Karen, you know, Brenda, that kind of thing. What a marketing crew. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. And so we were doing an on-court promotion for them. So we are doing the best we can to make sure that everyone in the arena sees their name, sees their best beverage and gets familiar with the brand. So they set up this whole cute thing where we selected four moms that were going to race against each other to grab these inflatable toys out of a pool. The toys varied from like inflatable flamingos and Mm -hmm. inflatable palm trees. We were giving away a summertime bag full of Yes, like a beach bag, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so there was a whole great theme. Super cute idea. Everyone was so excited about it. And the four moms were all briefed on exactly what to do. There was only a certain amount of inflatables for each thing. So one mom would be eliminated each round. So like Mm -hmm. the first time there was three palm trees, but four moms. So one of the moms would not get a palm tree. So then she would be eliminated. Musical chairs in a way. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Like one thing's that. always pulled out. So everything's going swimmingly well, I thought in the beginning. I thought it was super cute. Running, they're getting their things. So then we get down to the final mom and she just thought she won, which right. <laughs> kind of is where it all should have come to an end. She was the winner right. and she gets the back. But we added we on should the- have just <laughs> ended it there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, retire when you're on top, you know, you don't want to finish when you're on the bottom. So anyways, we have the last mom standing and we throw in this extra little tidbit of where she has 10 seconds to go find the mom water can in the plastic pool. Mm -hmm. However, that was not relayed to her. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we're underneath the big screens, which I say is just a sound 
dead zone because once you're under right. there, you can't hear anything. It's just so muffled. All you hear is like echoing of fans. You can't hear and anything. Nothing. And my IFB, which is what I use to listen to our producer, I can barely hear him. Like I can only mm-hmm. really sense urgency or, you know, a few words. But if he's trying to give me strict instructions, which he did start to say in my ear, I can't hear him because I can't tell what's going on. So we're going to work on that in the off season. But anyways, mm-hmm. so I tell her, you're going to have 10 seconds to grab the mom water can for a free autograph photo. She just is like, what? I can't hear what? you. Guys, this is all on camera. And I'm going, find the mom water can. And I'm like, now like, find yeah. the can. Oh, <laughs> I'm like pretending I'm holding a can, holding like a can. A wig, <laughs> like doing everything I can to get her to understand that she needs to find the mom water can. She never does understand what I'm saying. In the meantime, in my ear yelling, you know, get it to her, get it to her, give it to her. And, I, and I'm thinking he's saying, just give her the prize, you know, call it a day, right. let's end the contest. But I'm not quite sure. Right. Well, I hear what's being called to give her the can. And so I'm also in Allie's ear, which we've learned that moving forward, I will not (laughs) speak into the IFB for Allie. But I'm in Allie's ear trying to say the same thing, thinking that she can understand me while I'm also trying to yell in her ear. But little did I know that her IFB earbud is in the ear that I'm trying to tell her what to do. (laughs) There's like 30 seconds left on the shot clock. So at this point, it's like, what's happening? What can we do? We got to get off the court at this point. We got to get off the court at this point. Exactly. And I wasn't aware of what this contestant was supposed to grab, which was fault for me. I should have been aware of what exactly was going to happen in this contest, but I (laughs) did not know that she was supposed to go grab the can from the pool. She didn't know either. So everyone was just confused. And I am screaming on the microphone, guys. And I'm just like, get that can. (laughs) Go. Uh, He's like, Alex, skip into down the court saying get the can like get the can and then in our ears there's like go grab the can tell Allie to grab the can and it's a mess it was a total meltdown out there on the court which rarely happens but at the end I did just say "Ah, it's okay we're gonna give you the prize anyways congratulations you're the winner which really she was the winner I don't even think she heard that (laughs) no I know she couldn't another thing is fans they need like really clear instructions because once they get out there they're just blinded by the lights you know they're just kind of like do so yeah we're gonna work on that one for next year we're gonna work on that i think that was a lesson learned to make sure everybody's aware of what's going on and kind of reiterate the contest Mm -hmm. um saying okay if you win you're gonna have 10 seconds to go grab the can so be ready right so you live and you learn things happen i mean that's live entertainment for you things don't always go go right and you learn from it and and you move forward (laughs) yeah things went right and we went left and that is the first time actually that the fans when i was coming off the court some of the court side season ticket holders were like Allie, what happened there i was like (laughs) because i didn't realize it was that bad but apparently it was it was kind of a pretty bad show there. So we're sorry about that. We're going to work on that one for next year. Super cute idea. We're going to tweak a few things and we don't even get to try it again because, you know, the season's over now. So we can just think about it all summer long. I I know. I'm like, can we redeem ourselves, please? (laughs) You guys, we talked about it for a solid hour afterwards too. Like nobody, I couldn't let it go. I know we could not let it go. We just relived it over (laughs) and over. We take our jobs very seriously over there. So that was a little bit of a disappointment. But another fun thing that did happen that game that was 
not a disappointment unless you thought it was going to go the wrong way, which you did think for a moment, was we had another proposal on the Dallas Mavericks court. Yes. We were going to play this game called Bling or No Bling, which is like deal or no deal. So we had cases out there, four cases, M, A, V, and S to spell out Mavs. Mm -hmm. And we had some of the dancers there to help us open the cases. This was all pre-planned. I think his name was Alfred, if I remember correctly. Alfred had to pick a case and then his girlfriend at the time was going to be holding that case and then we would slowly eliminate the other cases to find Mm -hmm. out what was in its case, which by the way, she thought they were playing for a diamond bracelet, a Mm $4,000 diamond bracelet. That's what we told her the shtick was. So she's Mm -hmm. out there trying to help him figure out which case has the bracelet in it. So the first thing we had to do was he was going to pick the case so he picks the A and then I say to her, okay, oh, A for Alyssa, I think was her name or something like that. So yeah, uh, it kind of yeah. worked out that way. He's picking the case that he believes that diamond bracelets in. Right. Knowing very well that inside the case is actually a sign that says, will you marry mm-hmm. me? We've got this whole thing set up. So Alfred knows that the A case has will you marry me proposal in it so mm-hmm. she's now holding that closed case stand to the side then we're like okay now you got to eliminate two more cases so i think he eliminated the v and he they open it it's empty okay. and then the s they open it it's empty so now we're like wow there's a 50 50 chance to the fans and to the gal that you have that four thousand dollar bracelet so i'm like okay one more chance do you want to swap the cases or do you want to keep them and he's like no mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep the case we're laughing already because the case opens and then there is the will you marry me Right? right. But then there was one of those long, awkward pauses. We all paused for a second. It was right. like, this is going to go wrong. Our hearts <laughs> skipped a beat for a second there because we've been there, done that, where things have gone awry during a proposal. So I think everyone's always on their toes when one of those is about to occur. Didn't she say, oh, hell no? Meaning like, <laughs> not like no to him, but like, is this really happening? Is what? Yes. I think- he said the word no. She basically opened it and she looked and she looked at him and it either wasn't registering or she was in total shock or she was like, I can't believe you've just done this to me center court. And I think we're all waiting on headset. I was like, oh my gosh, please let her say yes. At the end of the day, she said yes. Yes. Thank goodness. He got on his knee. Yeah, it was cute. It was like a solid like 20 seconds there. Don't you think where it was kind of like unknown? It's not like that long. Oh, it was. And then as we're clear in the courts, I overheard her saying, I was just in complete shock. I don't even know what to say right now. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. First of all, too, you got to think about being on the court during a timeout with fans all around. You're you're on court already. People kind of get stage fright. So it's already like all eyes are on you. Yeah, it's so scary. Yes. I feel like it was a a bit of that plus shock and not really knowing how to react. For sure. They were a great cute couple. Things ended up going very great. But I will say I asked her when she came off the court. I was like, what were you thinking? And she was just like, I just kept reading it and I wasn't like getting it. You know, she just was like, is this really happening? Like, what do you mean that all the things were just like slow motion in her mind? So, and she had a friend there and at first she didn't want to leave her friend behind. She's like, we can't go on the court and leave so-and-so alone up here, you know, but so-and-so knew what was going to happen on the court. So she said to her then fiance, she was like, oh my gosh, does so-and-so know? He's like, yeah, she's known since February. So it was really cute. They had planned the whole thing and the friend was in on it. Yeah. 
So again, congratulations to them. That was awesome. Hey, on another note, I have some inside scoop. There are a lot of upgrades that are going to be happening to the American Airlines Center this summer. Really? What's going on? I haven't even heard. Yeah, it's super cool. So first of all, did you know we're going to get an entire new like big screen system? No way. Um, That's going to be awesome especially if you're sitting in the upper level a lot of times people will watch the game on there or anything that's happening on court their eyes are glued to the jumbotron yeah and i didn't know this but they have to rebuild the whole rigging system up there because Mm -hmm. i just thought they like push a button the one comes down now and they push a button and the new one goes up nope that's not how it happens they (laughs) have to rebuild an entire structure so first thing oh yeah the board will come down they'll go up there they'll rebuild everything and then get the board ready and then eventually they'll raise it. But how cool is it to know that we're going to have that whole new system there for next year? I'm sure it's going to have great fun capabilities. I think you said they're going to replace one of the rings, which are around the entire the LED mm-hmm. rings. Yes. Replace some of those. So that's really cool. And then part two of that is we're getting new seats up in here. Yeah. All around seats. the building or building. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Actually, they already have some of the new seats in section 310 or something like that up there. So I did not um, know that. Yes. Yes. Christy, who's the usher that stands at our okay. tunnel. She was showing She's me the like best. She is the best. She was showing me on her phone, the new seats and they're like very rounded. Like they look really, really nice and sleek. So I'm excited about that. So brand new seats for your behinds when you come back and watch this <laughs> in the fall. Hopefully they'll be more comfortable. Not that the ones that we currently have aren't, but that just creates a whole different look for an arena, especially yeah. on a lot of TV when, you know, you're watching the game and in the background, you can <laughs> see the seats and the fans. I'm curious to see the colors. Well, should I just tell you what color it is? Cause it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's gray. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, look, I don't even know what color the seats are now. Are they blue? They're gray. Black. Oh. Gray and black. Jeez Louise. Okay. Way to pay attention. I know. Uh, you would think I'd pay attention because that's my job is to pay attention, but I can't even tell you the color of the seats. Yeah, because you're paying attention to what's on the court and that truly is your job. So that's probably a good thing. You don't know what color the seats are because you're not spending much time up there. Also, I was going to tell you another thing that I learned when I was learning about all this upgrade stuff, which I didn't really know. So essentially, the American Airlines Center is run by a company that's called Center Operating Company. Mm -hmm. And they are like the managers of the building. So they're in charge of everything that goes on at American Airlines Center. Because I was like, man, this is going to be a big expense. The new board, the new chairs, this and that, all the upgrades that are happening. And so this Center Operating Company that runs all that and does all that is actually owned by both the STARS owner and the Mavs owner, Mark Cuban, obviously. So it's like a joint thing where they own the company that does everything in the the building. And so really, I guess they're in a way splitting that expense between the two organizations, which you guys, if you don't know, the Dallas Stars also play in the American Airlines Center. So Mm -hmm. really, really cool. And American Airlines Center is like one of the top. I mean, I know that they're building new arenas left and right all over the place, but AAC is one of the top arenas. It always has been. So I'm glad that they're investing into it to make it better and to change it up for the fans that come visit. Yeah, really looking forward to what goes down at the AAC over the summer. And then also the summer's going to be here before we know it. And the next thing you know... It's going to be cowboy season again. I know. The NFL draft is coming up at the end of this month. Before you know it, training camp's going on, and then we're going to be back at AT AT&T Stadium. 
I know. I'm so excited. It's such a fun moment when preseason happens for football and I kind of get those jitters again and everything mm-hmm. gets started all over and we go back to being outside in the trenches with the fan. And we'll be talking more about Cowboys all summer as we get closer and closer to kicking things off over there. Wow. Okay. We've already flown through episode 10, the milestone episode. Can't believe we made it this far. We've got so much more fun stuff planned ahead for you guys on the It's A Lot Y'all podcast. Even though Mav season has ended and Cowboy season has not yet started all summer long, we're going to have some great guests on the show. So you don't want to miss any of that. Thank you so much for joining us. Please be sure you like and subscribe our podcast if you listen to it on Spotify or on Apple. And don't forget to follow us on socials. We love you all. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.